can't actually just put them on the ground and dance. Now we are. What up, my guy? What up, my guys? What up, my dude? What up, my dude? You want one of these? Yeah. Oh, these are so good. God. I got introduced to these on my mission because I was around an Australian guy. Like your companion? Or? No, he wasn't my companion, but we were in the same area. And he was Australian. He was like, got a package. And so he got like all these super good things that he had, had from home. So like, he got like Tim Tams. I'd never had Tim Tams before. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got these. Maybe some other stuff. I don't remember. But these were like my favorite. They're just so good. They're pretty good. It's by far better than normal licorice. This is your first time having it, right? Yeah. So. I don't think normal licorice is technically licorice. Like red vines or like oh, Twizzlets. I don't. Or whatever they're called. Twizzlers. Twizzlers, yeah. yeah. Twizzlers are the best. The nibs. The nibs oh. are good. Yeah. A lot of people really like the red vines, which is like, okay. But with the red vines, if you have like more than like maybe two or three... I feel like I'm just gonna throw up and it's gonna be gross. Yeah. I remember making them into straws. And bite off one and bite off the other. And oh, yeah. Food. That was always fun. What would you drink with it? Like Sprite. I don't know. Lean. It's a, it sounds disgusting. <laughs> Fuck. So tell me. You have like several stories you wanted to tell me, right? Sure. You wanna just jump into one? Um, what story do you wanna start with? I don't know whichever one you wanna start with. I don't know. Like, none, none story that's, like, coming to my mind. All right, tell me about your trip, because you just went on a trip, right, to a concert? I did. Tell me about that. Um, it was good. Uh, we went and saw... I almost forgot who we went and saw. We saw Hobo Johnson, which is pretty sick. How would you describe who Hobo Johnson is, Dominic? He's, like, not as depressive or dark as a little peep, but... All right, hold on. You got to back up. Who's a little peep? Um, he's like, oh. <laughs> Come on, get with the time. Show. I'm not one of these youth kids. Okay, so he's this one rapper that he's like a darker. He like raps about like suicide and death. It's like super dark, but he. Hopefully, Jonathan definitely did not do that. Yeah, okay, it's like kind of depressing a little bit. Yeah, I would say it's depressing, but it's, it's very still real. Good. Yeah, yeah, like deep lyrics. Yeah, for That's real. Good. But then yeah, That's so cool. Lil Peep died. He like. Took uh, Xanax and there's fentanyl in it and he died. Then he like got super famous because he died. A lot of people didn't listen to him before he died. But yeah, that's who Lil Peep is. Nice. Was that like like a meme he got famous because of like a meme or? No, he, I think he just got famous because he died and people were like, I don't know who this guy is. Like the Mac Miller effect. Everyone's just like, I'm gonna listen to Mac Miller because well, he died. Like, people like Mac Miller like wave when he first came out and they kind of just fell off because I felt like he didn't really come out with anything. Yeah, he wasn't like around. And I feel like if you want to be like relevant, you have to like be in the news and like yeah and all this kind of stuff like have headlines and stuff and like he never really did that besides dating ariana grande i guess yeah and so i guess probably once he died people got back into it and listened to newer yeah. stuff but that's so sad that people like i think that's just crazy I've, i thought about that a lot that people like aren't involved in your life until you're gone like yeah I think it's like take you for granted. That's just your human. That's just human culture. I think though, like. Yeah, I mean that was like a big thing. Um, with I Michael think Jackson. With Michael Jackson. Yeah. I remember. And then Prince like, was a yeah. big thing, and and Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know who Whitney Houston was before she died. Yeah. Really? Yeah. At all. Well, she was pretty. Maybe I, I mean, her stuff was like eighties, nineties. Mo mo to, to be honest, I couldn't tell you when she died. She died on a mission. All I know is that. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So what else happened to your concert? Yeah, yeah so went to this concert. Oh, yeah, so, concert was good. Um, we went and saw him in Salt Lake, and um, 
We got there a little bit late. We were like still an hour early, but we got there like late enough that we were in the back of the line and um, the back of the like stage part. Mm -hmm. But funny story is, so we like went over and bought merch because Emily wanted merch. Yeah. And I was like, it's like, okay, that's fine. And I don't have the shirt with me, but it's on my Instagram, the pink shirt. And, like, it's dark in there, and I, like, look up, and I'm, like, buying this shirt, and it's hella expensive to begin with. It's $35 for a long sleeve shirt, but I was, like, I'm down to get whatever just because, like, I want to support him because I'm a big fan of him, and because it's, like, yeah, that shirt, and it's because, um, it's whatever. But when I look up, look at this shirt, and Emily's, like, I'm going to get that one, and I was, like, okay, I'll get that one, too, because it says a tour date on it, um... So I was expecting it to be white. I thought it was white then. Oh, really? Time, my guy. the lighting and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> so we buy two shirts, and, like, I tie them around my waist because I want to hold on to it for, like, the rest of the concert. And later on, we get home, and, like, I'm, like, looking at it, like, at my aunt's house, and I'm just like, what the heck? This is, like, bright pink. And she's like, yeah. She's like, how colorblind are you? And I'm like, I literally did not think this was pink. I thought this was white. <laughs> colorblind enough to get a pink shirt thing. I know. But it's are cool. Are you upset that it's pink? No, no, I like it. Oh. I'll get more now. Because <laughs> but like, there's a funny story with it. What's a funny story with it? That you thought it was white. Oh yeah, it, it is a funny story with it now. Cause like the next day we were supposed to um, like hang out and go hiking and stuff. I like wore mine. I like, go up to see her in her room, and she's not wearing hers. And I was like, "Why are you wearing your shirt?" She's like, "It's way too pink for me." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, can I take it off?" And she's like, "No, you're a guy. You can wear." Like, whatever color she want. You can't people, people look at me and think, oh, she's wearing this bright pink shirt. And I was just like, yeah, that's so stupid. But that's how it started off was fucking bought, sniping into a, a freaking pink shirt that I wasn't expecting. Lit, my dude. Yeah. I'm like... I've, said, I, I've told you this, like, earlier tonight, but I, like, don't buy myself stuff, really. Yeah. But, like, I want to buy myself, like, a long sleeve shirt like that kind of I just don't know I'd have to look around obviously but I'm interested in like getting a shirt like that that's what she collects that's why she wanted it yeah she has like van shirts and like concert shirts like she has one from like Justin Bieber and like Kanye West and just like Malcolm Moore it's like concert she's been to that's why she got a long sleeve one because I was just gonna get a short sleeve one but I was like I'll get a long sleeve one because it's pretty sick but when's the last time you went to a concert like a packed concert have you ever been to a packed concert yeah Last year. Have you, Darn? I've like only gone to one. It wasn't like super packed. More people got there towards the end of it. What was the concert? Uh, it was Slightly Stupid, uh, Stick Figure, and Pepper. Oh, like sick. Like reggae bands. Sick. When I saw them in like August. Yeah, I last last year in like the spring, I went and saw Matt and Kim with Grey. I don't know who that is. I know, I know one song by them. Yeah, they had a pretty popular song, Daylight. Which one is the one? Um, play a little bit of it just so that I but see if I know them. They just like um, it's just like the, these these two people, Matt and Kim, and they he plays the keyboard and like the synth, and she plays the drums, and that's like all it is. Yeah, this is the one I know. Oh yeah, I do know them. Yeah, yeah. we definitely don't own this song, so if you want <laughs> guys want to go support them, then go download it on wherever you can buy that song. But but yeah yeah they're a good band. I would no go see yeah them. yeah no it was super fun. It was like. It was a blast. So, like, was it an outside concert or was it inside? It was inside. So, like, wh how long early did you guys get there? Like, did you guys have good spots? I think we got there around the time, like, it was supposed to 
start. We got decent spots, and, like, just... We're actually on the outside, and then, like, move forward, and just, like... They're so... There's so much energy in the concert yeah. and the environment that, like, you're just moving around a lot. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, by the end, like, we were up towards the front. Really? And there was, like, yeah, they're, like, uh, stage diving and stuff like that into the crowd. And then they had other people, like, getting fuck? picked up. And they're, like, hey, Damn. if you've never, like, gone crowd surfing, like, do it now. And so some dude turns to me and is, like, <laughs> hey, help, my, help me get my brother up. And so I was, like, okay. And so we go and get his brother up and lift him up. And, like, he just pass them around and stuff like this that. This happened in a Matt and Kim concert? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Wild. That is wild. No, it was, it was a rager, dude. It it's was like, so much fun. Like from, from their music. If, they, if they're ever, like, around, I'll go from now on. Because yeah, dude, their music's know. so much fun. It's so, like, pumped, pumped up and, like, energetic and yeah. stuff like that. It's great. Yeah, so we got there, and, like, we're a little bit late. And, like, we're in the back. And we're like, we should have come here early, but we, we didn't show up early enough. Uh-huh. And, like, we're just, like, chilling there and just like taking pictures and stuff and like um two people or there's like a a group of people in front of us like saw that we're like taking pictures and people are getting fucking salty at emily because she her flash was on like it's dark in there her oh. flash was on which i can understand that but people are just like petty as fuck was like, it on for like a long time or was it like a flash no just a flash to take a picture oh, that was okay. all but yeah people were just being ridiculous and then, like doing it in someone's eyes i don't know like, yeah i feel like everyone would be doing that and then, so, the group of girls in front of us, like, do you want to take a picture? So, like, she goes to take a picture of us, and she's like, you guys are so cute together. And they're like, Emily, you're so beautiful, like, telling her this. And she's like, she's like, um, you guys are you even matching? And Emily, like, looks at me, and she's like, we are matching. And I'm just like, you didn't know that? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, you're literally the one that told me to wear this outfit. So I, like, asked you last night, and you said that you were going to wear something else, and you show up at my apartment today with the exact same outfit I'm wearing. And she's like, yeah, I did not process it in my head. And I was like, you didn't process that we're wearing the exact same outfit? Until that very That's why the picture was being taken. Yeah, probably. One, of the, one of the main reasons. Yeah. And then, so it was, like, super funny that... She's just, like, literally didn't know that, but we were dressed the same. So, on, like, all of our pictures, like, accidentally twinning, which is super funny. But, so, like, we're just, like, chilling there, and there's, like, a ton of people. And she, like, she's been to a bunch of concerts. I haven't been to, like, very many, like, big concerts like mm-hmm. that. I've been, like, Warped Tour and stuff like that, which is, like, they can get big and stuff. Um, That's, like, a festival. Yeah, it's a festival. It's not really a concert. But she's, like, we got to get to the front. And I was like, oh, fuck. And she's like, she's like, so what we got to do is you go, like, to the left, and I'll go to the right, and we'll work our way through, and, like, say we're going to meet a group at the front. This is apparently how you get to the front. Oh. And, she, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll just follow you. And she's like, there's no way that people are going to let us through. It's like, one person will let us through. Dude, don't do that. It's so fucking loud. Okay, I'm done. I just had to do that one thing. Gotta, gotta be respectful to the headphone listeners. Yeah, dude. Well, okay. This fucking ASMR video. Who's listening to this? Uh, me. You never okay. know. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, you're, you're, when you go back and listen to it, you'll totally be like, oh, wait, he was doing that. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, so she's like, we gotta get to the front. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't know how, how I'm gonna do it. And she just takes off. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm, I'm committed to this. So, like, go to the front... And, like, working my way through, and, like, people were like, what the fuck? You're, like, you're going to skip me in line? And we, like, get to the, to, I, like, meet her up. And we're literally, like, three rows in front of the people that just took our picture. And they're just like, what the fuck? You guys literally just this caught like everyone. in the venue? Yeah. We're, like, in the venue. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. And 
And the girls next to her were literally so fucking pissed. They're just like, oh my gosh. They're like talking a bunch of shit. And I'm just like, oh my god. And Emily's just like, don't say anything. She's just like, just ignore them and they'll get over it. And then the whole group behind us decide that they want to do the same thing. <laughs> and there's like eight of them. And I'm like, you guys are dumb. And they're like, all right, let's just push our way through. And I like turn around and I like whisper to them. I'm just like, all right, what you got to do is like split up and go up there because if you go all together you're not going to get to the front because people uh -huh. are going to like cut you off and so like the concert starts and hobo johnson is sick like this guy's hilarious yeah like the entire concert i was just like emily is he on drugs and she's like no that's just how he is like <laughs> he's just happy-go-lucky guy which i guess is super weird because all the songs are kind of depressing like he talks about he's like just having a good time yeah like romance and like his dad like leaving his mom and just like random ass songs pretty like, much like Beach Jones based off the snapchats I saw it almost seems like a stand up performance but then yeah. he also like sings in between yeah like he's just a funny That's dude cool. but like it gets like midway through the concert and the group behind us are just like alright we're going for it <laughs> And they like, like in the middle of the concert, in the middle of the concert, and they fucking push through all eight of them. And Emily's just like, I'm not letting this happen. And she just like goes to the side next to the girl next to her and like stops them. And the girl next to her was so pissed. And she's just like, Are you fucking kidding me? Can you turn around and go back? Now we're all squished. And and they're like, no, because we push forward and everyone behind us push forward. So now we're stuck. So now there's eight people in the crowd of us four that were there to begin with. And I'm just like, oh, shit. Now it's like super compact. And like, I'm just like, this is turned to a, a freaking like crowded concert, like an, a normal crowded concert. Right. So, um, and they're just like, next song, like tell the people next to us that were pissed off about it, the push to the left, because once like... Um, his like main song start everyone's gonna want to go to the front yeah so she's like what you gotta do is push to the left and, and go forward because if you don't do that then people are gonna push you to the out while they're going forward right. so you gotta push to the left while you're going forward so you don't get pushed out so we do that and like these people just get stuck and like so half their group is like split up and like all kinds of places and I'm like trying to hold on to Emily because I don't want to get lost from her too yeah and like, the concert was super good, like, and he's just, like, super funny dude, and, like... Out of all the performances that you've been to, how does this rank? Rank? Oh, I would say it's one of the best concerts I've been to. Really? Yeah. Like, like just performances, or...? Yeah, like, he only messed up once, which, I don't know if that's even, like, a thing. He's human, like, you... you I, through, I, I don't know if I would be too upset. Like, he went through like, 12 songs, and he just laughed it off. Like, it wasn't, like, right. a clear upset that, like, everyone's just like, oh, fuck you, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, when he got to his most famous... It wasn't like he was drunk and, like, was, like, no. just, like, messing everything up. Slurring like, everywhere. Oh, guys. speaking of fucking drunk people, so there, there's a balcony. He just, like, throws shit out of us. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. you guys. So there's a balcony on top of... I would of, pay to see that. ...on everyone yeah. that you could pay for, like, if you're handicapped or, like, seated seats. What's the place that you were at called? Um, The Depot? The Depot, yeah. Yeah, I, that's where I saw Matt and Kim. Oh, is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, there's a balcony up there, and that's where you can get alcohol if you want alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And there's some girl up there, and she's just, like, screaming at him <laughs> through the whole thing. And he's just, like, stop, and he just, like, looks up, and he's just, like, I'm just looking at the crowd, and it's, like, a bunch of kids watching a tornado go by. Like, they're just waiting 
waiting for you to jump. Are you gonna jump? He's like stops mid performance and like talks to, to say this, this girl. to her. Yeah, and she's just like, no, I'm okay. I just love you. I'm not gonna jump. I'm gonna fall. And he's just like, he's like, well, it looks like you're gonna jump because you're halfway off this freaking balcony. She's like getting up. No, I'm not gonna jump. And like getting yeah. ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, hun. You look like you're ready. And she's like, she's like. Um, he's like, well, I can talk to you after. Like, just let's go on with the performance. She's like, it's my birthday. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And he's like, all right, let's all stop this concert and sing her happy birthday so that we can move on. So we can all move on with our yeah, lives. Yeah, so. You all sing happy birthday to Because Courtney yeah. couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, legit. Courtney got a little bit like, too drunk. Like, what the fuck? So, like, um, we stop the concert, sing happy birthday to this freaking girl. And then I'm just like, she's still doing the crazy ass shit. Like she's gonna jump off the fucking balcony. I'd be so upset if I paid money to sing some girl happy birthday. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Like I came to watch this guy perform, not to celebrate your birthday, Courtney. Why don't you go home? Legit. Why don't you go call your mom? Because I think that's what you need to. Do. I didn't understand why someone from like the security didn't pull the girl off. If you're gonna jump from a fucking balcony onto all these goddamn people kind of thing yeah. but we see her happy birthday and go on with our lives and like eventually she goes away so sorry to interrupt you <laughs> no, but i have good. a story about being at the depot okay for the matt and kim concert okay uh they were playing music before the people uh, before like the openers came out mm -hmm. so like we got there and they were like just like playing music like different like songs that were popular yeah and like so, like, people were, like, just dancing and talking before, like, anyone actually came out, like, right. any openings or anything like that. And, like, we look up, um, and there's just, like, this one chick, um, <laughs> and she's just dancing, like, twerking and stuff By like herself? that. Uh, just, basically, yeah. Like, she's just, like, up there, like, twerking and stuff like that and dancing and, like, going ham. And, and like... This girl's name also Courtney? Uh, that would be fucking hilarious. Might, she, she may be known know. going to this. She just goes to every venue. concert and just ruins the night. <laughs> no, this girl wasn't ruining the night. She was having oh, a okay. blast, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, get it, girl!" And she was like twerking. And I, I might be getting this wrong, but I like it felt like she was like she had like a like a, a dress on, and she like was pulling it up and stuff <laughs> like that, and showing him on her butt. And we're like, wow. "Oh, the party's getting started!" <laughs> concert has Matt yeah. Kim concert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's. But that's out. my story of someone on the balcony at the depot. Yeah, so. I literally thought she was going to jump, though. And then, like, he goes on, and, like, you know how most concerts, like, they'll sing a, a song, and, like, they'll stop and, like, have the crowd sing it, like, right. they react? Yeah. Right. So, like, there's a part in it that he's, like, asking the crowd, like, he'll stop, and he, like, it, like goes to the next part, and he's, like, and then they did this, and some guy screams, eat your ass out, and he literally just stops the song, he just starts laughing, and he's just, like, of Salt Lake, of all places, that I would hear, eat my ass out, and he's, like, he's, I don't know, people, people, people get confused with Salt Lake and, and Utah, but it's it's the most anti like Mormon part of yeah, Utah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is super funny. It's one of the highest homosexual like LGBT. Yeah, no, it's like too. it's like I think that's because the whole like idea that the whole state is like Mormon. Yeah, you know. But if you like, if you're really thinking about like what's the most Mormon part, it's like Provo, right? Mm -hmm. And and areas around there. But like Salt Lake is like so anti. Yeah, for sure. It's it's 
kind of funny, actually. Yeah, so, like, it was so funny that he's just, like... Especially with, like, the church headquarters being there. I know. <laughs> that's like that. the craziest thing, is, like, you have the church headquarters... It's like heaven and, and hell like in the same city. two blocks over, you have the homeless shelter that, like, there's literally people that die all the time. Yeah. Like, kind oh, of that thing. train station. Have you ever driven past that train yeah, station? Yeah, it's sketch, oh, my guy. Oh, so sketch. I'm sure I, I rode that train one time. Really? I've always wanted to ride the train, There's but... just, like, some homeless guy, like, spitting on the ground. <laughs> My mom's like, like yep. well, there's just like it's we're, just we're like coming here. It's again. just like it's just like a, a, a horde of people just hanging out because they have nowhere else to be. That's super funny. Yeah, so like he's just like <laughs> he's like eat my ass out. So he like goes on with the song, and every time like you know how songs repeat themselves, and he yeah. like gives that part instead of saying whatever else was in that thing, he said eat my ass out for the rest of the song. <laughs> so it was super funny that like he just like kept going on with it, and like. He's just, like, really funny because he's engaging with, like, the the concert. Mm-hmm. And, like, it goes on, um, sings, like, the rest of the songs and stuff. And, like, it was, like, pretty emotional. Like, Emily started crying, like, a few of the songs. I didn't really notice other than, like, I kept asking her what was wrong. But <laughs> No, just kidding. But, like, the lyrics after, are too good. After a while, uh, like, as we're driving home, she's like, yeah, I was, like, crying in certain parts. Just because, like, he's so real and, like, a lot of the lyrics do mean stuff and stuff. Well, like, his most famous song is Peach Scones. I don't know if you've ever heard Peach Scones. I don't think I've heard anything. I, you've played a little, but I don't know, like, any songs. Yeah. Anything by him. That's really. what he's he's known for. Like, I'm sure Dominic's heard Peach Scones before. But, like, that's what he's known for is Peach Scones. And, like, he gets to the end of the concert, and he's just like, he's like, that's it, people. We have one more song, and it's a brand new song. And he hasn't seen Pink Peach Scones yet. So the whole crowd is going fucking nuts. Like, <laughs> I paid money to come listen to you skin me Peach Scones. Like, that's the only reason I came That's here. why people came. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do this new song about the internet that I just wrote. And he's like, I love it. He's like, this is my next, like, big song. I'm just like, I promise you guys, you'll love it. And everyone's just like, fuck you, no, I want to listen to Peach Scones. Courtney's losing her shit up there. <laughs> yeah. She's, gonna, she's about to jump again. And then he's like, he's like, calm the fuck down. He's like, have faith in me. Like, you came to my concert, and then one guy screams out, I came to watch Peach Scones, not to watch you. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, here we go. People are like, honestly getting pissed. And I was like, I guess. Like, I was a little sorry. I understand too. how you could, like, pay money and, like, get upset. Like, yeah, maybe you had expectations, and maybe they didn't mean it. But, like, it's their performance, and, like, you're paying to see their perform whatever they decide to put out like that's yeah, their art you know exactly if you want to listen to certain tracks go sit in your car and put, <laughs> play peach scones in your car 15 times but yeah so like he goes on to start this new song that he's talking about and he starts singing it and it's peach scones it, like starts it off and everyone just goes crazy nah. and like it was super good and like that's the thing i hate about concerts though that's the, the one thing i hate about concerts it's just like, I came to wa- listen to him sing the song that I love so much, but I gotta listen to fucking Julie sing over him the fucking song the whole time. She's not even singing, she's screaming. <laughs> yeah, she's just screaming. Like, my videos, I'm like rewatching them, and she's like, oh, Peach Scones, I love this fucking song, and it's just Julie fucking screaming into my fucking you got, phone. You got Julie yelling, actually, and you got Courtney losing her shit up there. Yeah. I have a couple of problems with concerts. One of my biggest things is whenever, not even just concerts, whenever someone's performing music in front of a group of people, right? Yeah. Is that everyone will start clapping. I hate it. Because no one knows how to clap in time. <laughs> They're it's always hard, just getting faster. No one and not like keeping sync. And it's just out of sync and it's awful. And it's like sometimes the people are like, Alright, everyone clap, yeah, get involved, have fun, which is okay. But you gotta clap on time. And we as a society haven't figured out how to do that yet. Stephanie, so I say clap, we ban it until all of us learn our timing signatures. 
Everyone I, needs to carry on a metronome with them. There's just, just a course beat. before, like, you're walking and there's just a course. Here's how you clap, all right? One, two, three, four, one, you know? Right. And they teach you how to do it, so when it comes time, you can actually do it. Yeah, but, like, that's my pet peeve, too, It's just, like... <laughs> that's... I, like, for almost my whole life, that's been my pet peeve. I was, like, eight, eight years old, and I was just, like... And all of you people, I can't take it anymore. You're all retarded. That's but, why. That's why we don't clap in church. Exactly. It's because people would go less. And active. we don't have a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> have you been to one of those churches where they have a drummer and stuff like that, like a rock band? I served in the South, of course. Okay. Yeah. So I, I went, I went to one on my mission. Like, yeah. we were talking to this guy. We're like, hey, are you gonna come to church with us? And he's like, yeah, if you come to church with me. And we're like, sure. And so like we go to church with him one night, and like we're sitting up in like the top balcony or whatever, and um, the band's playing, and it's like, yeah. Woo-hoo. And they actually had some minister from, like, the U.S. coming and speaking. So, like, he's speaking to English, so me and my buddy can understand him. And then they had someone translating to Romanian. And so it was super funny. Wait, didn't you go to Bolivia on your mission? <laughs> and so, like, they had, like, this band and, like, the whole course. I don't think anyone was clapping, but they had, like, a guitarist and, like, a whole band and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. This is, like, this is a party. This doesn't feel like church. Yeah, legit. But Really feeling that Holy Spirit. Yeah, so I just can't stand Julie's at concerts. But other than than the Julie parts, like the concert was super good. Like mm-hmm. he did sing one of his. Um, he finished after Peach Scone, and then he left, and everyone was like, oh, "Encore, encore!" And he actually came out and sang like two or three more songs. I think they do that on purpose. I, I do too. Because like, I, I was at a concert. Was I was at a concert. I was seeing Young the Giant. Okay. And they played a bunch. It was like a, a new album or something. And this was last year, maybe the year before. Um, and so they played a bunch of new songs. And, like, it was for their new album and stuff. And they were playing old stuff, too. And they didn't play, like, one of their popular songs, like, a really good song. And we're like, oh, no. But, like, they played a bunch of good songs, so it's like, whatever. It's just the set list that they picked. And then we're like, come back out. And so they come out and, like, play another song or something and then leave. And then they come back out again and then play that one song. Yeah. That's, like, it was, like, a really big song. And, like, everyone's going crazy. But, yeah. I feel like they do that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I feel like every concert I've been to, they've done that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just because, maybe because people expect it. And, like, also, it's, like, fun. And it gets the people that are, like, oh, I'm getting more for this sure. kind of thing. Which is cool. Because, like, uh, his last song he's saying, he's, like, my band hates this song. But I love it. Like, I'm, like, forcing them to play it with me pretty much. <laughs> which was a super good song. Like, and then, like, he did a couple songs that was, like, heavy metal, like, screamo music. And I was, like. Was it, like, they're his songs or were they, like, no, covers like, or something? No, they're originals. Like, his oh, okay. his songs, that like, new songs he's coming out with. And I was just like, I was talking to Emily about that, like, on our way home. I was like, I don't know if I'd necessarily like that. I wish he'd, like, stick to his style. And she's like, well, I think he's, like, getting more comfortable, like, in his feet. And, like, he's branching out, which a lot of people do that, which is good, I guess. Yeah. But I used to get upset about artists who kind of, like, in my eyes sold out. Like Taylor Swift's? Kind of. Like, I the, the one that comes to mind is, like, Maroon 5. Okay. Because their old stuff, like, like their first album and stuff like that, was, like, super good. And I really liked that style. And then they kind of, like, fell into more of a pop kind of a style. Right. And, like, to be more mainstream or whatever. And, like, people like it. And they're good songs, honestly. It just, like, to me, kind of felt like they sold it's, out it's, or whatever. It's not the original Maroon and 5 it's not the, but, but, but I think I, you have to think about it, like, as a band, they're evolving. Not to right. necessarily match how music is evolving in culture, but that's how their style is evolving. And also... You want to branch out into different things, you know? If you yeah. stick to one thing that kind of gets boring and, 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 and maybe a little too safe or something, I don't know. I'm not very I agree artistic. And, I... and so you want to branch out and try try different things and be experimental. And I think that's, 
you remember the band MGMT? Yes. They had the song Kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? People loved like their first album or whatever. And then they came out with the second album that was completely different. And everyone's like, what? This is like not you guys. And got like angry with them. Even though like the band themselves have talked about how the first album wasn't really their style. They're kind of doing it as a joke. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was like, it was like... I did not know that. That's why they started their band as like a joke to like how like the mainstream music was like. Mm-hmm. And that's like why they made those songs was kind of like making fun of like mainstream music. That's why like people were giving Post Malone a lot of flack is because he wasn't categorizing, categorizing himself as a rapper. Yeah. He was just like, I'm, I'm an artist. What? I feel like he's done a bunch of different styles, too. I so. really wish he would, like, branch out and do, like, an acoustic album, because I've listened to, like, his acoustic right. songs, and I freaking love Post Malone. Post Malone is just, like, Actually, an he's artist. A character. I love artists. He's definitely a character. Because, like, me and Dominic have t- been talking about, because Little Zan is playing, like, a couple weeks at the same place at the depot, and I was okay. like, dude, let's fucking go, and he's like, I don't want to listen to <laughs> Little Zan scream over his lyrics because that's literally all the SoundCloud rapper like <laughs> concerts are and like post Malone concerts I'm sure are like that is what Dominic yeah, said yeah I'm pretty sure and like um but the thing is is like I feel like he can branch out and like he could do a, a good concert if he wanted to because he's like a good artist like he knows to play the guitar and like he actually has a really good voice yeah and like, like I, I was surprised when I like actually heard his voice yeah, on like in like a, a, a acoustic setting, and he's a super good dude, and like that's how I felt about Hoba Johnson too. Is like he was a super good dude, and like um, I definitely go back and see him. And then like it was a, overall like a great concert, and like I felt really good about doing it, and like spending the time to go down there. And I'm glad that Emily like took the time off work to like come with me and stuff, and that's true. Be annoyed by me for two <laughs> fucking days, but yeah, it was it was almost too much for me. Too much for you? <laughs> when we went out of Utah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. We had a good time. That was a really fun trip, actually. Yeah, it was. What'd you, get, what'd you guys do in Utah? Like, not what, really too much. What did you not do? <laughs> All right, we got two different answers here. I mean, we did a bunch of stuff, but, like, none of it was planned. No. Which is what I liked. Yeah. Like, it was kind of, like, just, like, we're just going down to chill, and then things came up that we did, and we had a good time. It's like the best trips. You don't plan it. It's yeah. Like, it's happened. I went down to take a picture with, like, two guys. Yeah. That I haven't seen in, like, years. Yeah. Like, one guy was the guy that, like, helped me, like, decide to go on a mission. So, like, and that was the first time I've seen him since my farewell. And, like, I was so excited to see him. And, like, it was super good to see him because, like, our lives have changed a lot. And, like, the meet up with him again was super cool. And then, like, I saw one of my, uh, like, former mission buddies that we're pretty much companions because we both had assholes as companions <laughs> at the same time that both were autistic and didn't know how to get up on time to say the least but yeah this is a super good trip and we saw some of your buddies too and we yeah. just like just chilled like yeah i think like we capped that off in a really fun way going to see my buddy cj yeah and like his group of friends because they're all like open very open yeah and like living in provo you don't necessarily expect that i mean i knew cj and i knew some of his friends a little bit so i knew kind of what to expect but i mean i think the conversations we were having were definitely stuff i don't normally have conversations like and ideas that were like talked about were stuff that i don't usually think about because i feel like they were talk- maybe it's me or maybe it's my the company I'm in don't talk about those kinds of things 
And it was like it was like some political stuff. It was a lot of political stuff. Not to say like I love talking political, but I just like I like listening to people. And I like learning from people. Yeah. And they knew a lot about this and had good opinions about different stuff. Not saying they're right or wrong, but just like hearing people's opinions um, that were like educated. They weren't just like, "Well, I feel like this." Right. It's like, like they'd studied and like learned about it and thought about it and and yeah. had came up with their own opinions about it. Hearing like a different point of view. To go on like top there. of that, yesterday while I was leaving my economics class, I like stopped and talked to my professor because I'm really good friends with him and he's like a super awesome dude. Because mm-hmm. it was like the conversation we're having with you with those guys. Yeah. Because I was, like, after, like, he was, like, talking about, like, um, like, th- things with the economy, like, going up and, like, how, um, I think it was the IRA was, like, trying to keep something down and, like, Trump wants it to go up. And I was, like, I, like, stopped and I was, like, I went up to him and I was just, like, like, I've talked about this before and I know some of it. But I'm just, like, do you think Trump is, like, literally, like, these are his ideas and, like, he's literally pissed off about it or is it like a group of people that are experts on like the economy and like Mm -hmm. these certain sectors feeding it to him and he's like no i i really think it's trump yeah and he's like talking to me about like explaining it to me like his background that like trump knows a lot of these things but like he doesn't know them on the scale of a country like more of as a businessman sure which is why we elected him but like it's just crazy to think like those things. So like, I've always wondered that. It's just like all these crazy things that are like Trump's pissed off about this or Trump's pissed off about that kind I of think, thing. Yeah. It's just like I wonder if it is Trump. If it's really he, does, he is that crazy or he's that yeah. knowing about but, these things. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a big reason why he got elected because um, I'm sure he talks to people who are you know experts in these different areas. Yeah. You know and know their stuff. But at the end of the day, he's going to make his own decisions. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people actually voted for him rather than Hillary. For sure, yeah. Even though, like, everyone's, like, a lot of people that were, you know, talking big and loud and stuff were, like, were talking about how good Hillary was and how terrible Trump was. But I think, like, a lot of people noticed that, like, Trump doesn't care. And you saw that throughout the campaign and, like, how he was talking to other people. Not that it was, like, he was necessarily saying good things, but he was saying his own things. Yeah. Rather than what, like, someone wanted him to say or what some corporate sponsor wanted him to say or or he didn't fall in line with, like, you know, something like that. He was his own person. I think that's what a lot of people like. Not necessarily that he would have made a good president or that he's knows politics or has good policy or anything like that, but that he was different and that he was honest. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought Trump, he just... He wasn't afraid to say what he wanted to, what he's gonna do. He was super open about his stuff. And I feel like he's kind of running the country kind of like a business because that's all he's known. Yeah, it doesn't even seem politics. like he knows what he wants to be doing most of the time, which concerns a lot of people. He's just like, going but for it. he's never done this before. He's not really been in politics before, right. and like, I doubt like even like Obama when he got elected and like he'd been you know in government like government and stuff like that for a while. I, I'm sure he didn't know what was going on. No president knows what it's like to be the president. Right. Yeah. Unless you're, like, the vice president. But even then, still, like, how do you know? And how, how do you know how you're going to react to certain situations? Especially with how the, quickly the world's changing now. Like, every day is something new is happening. Right. And something crazy is happening. So you don't know, like, what what to do and what's the right thing to do and, and, right. and say and Passive stuff like laws, that. Because the next day someone something could be developed and then now you just got to go back on something. Yeah. And I so feel like... I feel like definitely we, a learning process. We talked about that a lot on that trip, too, is that, like, I feel like that same way is, like, with our lives, like, going to college, and, like, 
we don't necessarily know what we're doing, but we're just, like, going for it because, like, we have this idea of, like, what society has put before us, kind of like he might have as being the president. Like, there's different ideas that have worked that haven't worked in the past, and, like, we have to necessarily do those, like, in our own lives, being young 20-year-old kids, right. pretty much, like, figuring this out on our own kind of thing, which is, is crazy. And that's what I really liked about that conversation that, like, we had with those people is, like, put, like, Trump aside with his... Him being crazy and him being an an He's old an old that. Republican man that <laughs> that the country fucking hates, yeah. but like I feel like he has the best interests in the country necessarily. Like if you don't mind him being a scumbag, which well I think it's difficult to because everyone wants the president to please us, yeah. but it's impossible because we're so split yeah, and so... we all just hate each other so much. And even though everyone's like, no, you gotta love, it's like, no, we really hate each other. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes, it'd be great to love everyone, but we have different ideas, so and, we, and we're gonna get really angry and passionate about that, and so we're not gonna... We might love each other, but we're gonna argue and stuff like that, and it's not gonna be pretty, and so... I think, like, to move past that, people just gotta start being accepting, but people are stuck oh, in their no. old ways with well, it. That's, well, that's it's... the most hypocritical... Hypocritical thing we are as a country is that we say like oh we got to be kind and we got to be you know unified but it's like majority of the population aren't but it's like if you are you're still unifying against something else yeah they want to and that's being split so like i don't feel like we'll ever like unless something super crazy happens that we're all getting behind i feel like we're it's not going to happen which us getting unified yeah as a as a nation but like even things we should be getting behind like Global warming is a big thing. Still, people are still on like the opposite side, and they're like, "Nope, I'm not believing that." Let's yeah, not do well, like, for me. Stuff. For me, a big thing is like the guns law and stuff like that. Right? How like we have like so many of these accidents all the time, and there's still like so many people who are so passionate about their guns, which I understand. Like that was a law. That's a law and something like that. That's a right that you have mm-hmm. to bear arms and stuff. I think the interpretation that some people have might be misguided. Right. But that's just how I see it. Yeah. But. There has to be some common sense that, hey, like, this is not good for our country. Mm-hmm. And so maybe not, like, ban all guns or something, but we got to right. figure something out. That's like where I say I don't you know, know what we need to do, but it's definitely, like, we need to do something. Doing nothing is not obviously working. Yeah. And people talk a lot about mental health being an issue, and I think it is. But also if the those people with mental health issues are getting guns, you know— but that's a that's the thing though. It's crazy people can kill you with a wooden spoon if they really want. But it's to. not as violent as going to a school and shooting it up. Oh yeah, for sure. And like I I agree that we necessarily don't need like automatic guns because me as a person I don't need an automatic gun. Right. The only time that I can possibly think of needing an automatic gun is like in a zombie apocalypse, and I don't see that coming anytime to, to, to soon. Be, to be fair, automatic guns are already legal. It's just semi-automatic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. No, but right. yeah. For real, that's just, like, the image that society per- portrays, like, yeah. that all these school shootings are becoming from, like, the M16 or whatever it may be that are semi-automatic or, or, guns. Or, like, or the automatic assault rifle. Yeah. The auto AR-15, what they call it. Like, yeah. So. Well, you had the whole knowing. thing with uh, the Vegas shooting, mm-hmm. where he had, like, a semi-automatic and, like, doing, I don't know what the it was. Pump but, shock but he, pump stock. The yeah. pump stock, he made it an automatic weapon. Like, just by doing that, and so... And, like, Trump immediately banned those, like, because the ability that you can make something that's semi into automatic 
is a big no no. I I fully yeah, it's agree like with that, that. Like you don't hunting, you don't need that. That doesn't make your hunting any better. Yeah, I I mean I guess it you just depends on what deer what people <laughs> what people want their guns for. And I feel like a lot of the the strong defense for guns is about like hunting or something like that, or even just like the right to have guns, which I I am fine with. But yeah. it's like, do we have to have certain guns? I and like. like I don't know. I feel like it goes farther than that. It's not even just people don't want their guns. People don't want their laws taken away. Yeah. The they, they, they feel if this, if the government takes this law away, what's stopping them from taking this? And then that's what's true. stopping them from taking this? Yeah. I feel like that's a big thing I that think people that, are afraid of. That's a big misconception we have with the government and its role. And that's the conversation we should be having rather than who's right and wrong. What should be the role of the government? You know? Should it be rele- regulating all these different things? Should it be doing all this or that because I feel like that really encapsulates the entire conversation we're having about a lot of different things like universal health care and like right. and like just a bunch of different things like should the government be involved in these things so the thing is people don't sit down and have these conversations as people just like post on their twitter that they're against this and don't yeah. don't try well, to listen to the other well, side so easy get, get new ideas so easy to just post something right. and then send it out there and never have to look at it again it's, or it's easy to be tough behind a computer or something like it's that. so crazy to think about that like our country is so set on this like of all things and i i understand that these guns are bad and like there's crazy people out there shooting schools up and like killing movie theater people and just like all these crazy things but yeah. just like there's so much things that we could be focusing on like immigration and just like stuff that like people are like dying in their countries or like world hunger or whatever it may be like yeah that we are focused on guns, which is not necessarily a thing that, like, I think we should be focusing on when there's so much other bad that's happening in the world. Like, but it's something that comes up because it's both sides are so passionate about it that it's always going to keep coming up because there's crazy people that are shooting people yeah. up because yeah. of these guns. But I definitely think it's super crazy that we have to have these discussions and, like, it has to be a thing. And I feel like this is a thing that, like, not necessarily, like, we should be having, like, on a, a large scale. But, like, I feel like this is the same idea as, like, talking to your kids about sex is, like, talking to them about, like, gun safety and, like, safety in general kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. like these are weapons and, like, they can hurt people. And, like, if you're feeling bad, like you should not seek those things out like you shouldn't if you're having a bad day or like your life's freaking terrible don't go kill a bunch of people like talk to someone about it right because like most of the people that are going out and doing this i would say 99 percent of them are crazy because you can't be sane and go and shoot up a bunch of kids right me personally i feel right and like i think that's something that with the mental health that we do need to talk about and it's i think it really comes down to knowing your kids more which like the florida shooting that the kid was living with like another set of parents because his parents died and stuff like that like people say that like they couldn't have those discussions but like i feel like you can if you're willing to like be more open with each other which like i don't think me growing up i was very open with like my parents like with things like that but like they taught me the right morals and like the right standards that i knew like if my life was bad i'm not gonna go kill a bunch of people sure i i think that has a couple things to do with it one i think it has to do with the culture that someone's raised in you know i wasn't raised in a culture around guns or anything like that but i know violence in the home or something well, like, well, yeah, just like, but... like, oh, my dad has a hunting rifle or something, you know, something like that. Like, I wasn't raised around that, and some people are 
right? And so it's different for me to try to understand their lives and how they see things, their perspective. Yeah. Because I am not, wasn't raised in that culture, right? But another thing I think is that what you're talking about with the parenting, um, I think today there's just like a lot of terrible parents. Yeah. Oh, I honestly, like there's so many bad parents and it could be, a, I'm sure there's a bunch of reasons. I think one of them is just, um, how fast the world is moving that people who are parents now aren't prepared enough for the things that are happening. And like, I think it's more or less like, I don't want to bash video games or anything like that, but you have these parents that have grown up in the, in the motto of playing video games because really truly the three of us could be parents right now if we really wanted to. At my age, my parents had kids. I don't know about your, I'm sure your parents had probably kids. probably around the same age. Yeah, like yeah. yours too. And like, our age, like, we're all young men that, like, most of the, our peers are playing video games and we're raised around video games, like, shooting people up and, like, killing oh, like people Oh, Call of Duty like is the biggest thing when yeah. you're in high school and, and stuff like, like that. Like, and, like, growing up, everyone played Halo, everyone played Call of Duty and stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, I feel like it's a distraction and, like, now... Um, when we have kids and our kids crying, you just hand them a phone to get them to be quiet or, or you just give them a a reason. Like you don't like, you don't have the time to sit down and like play with them or do whatever we necessarily need to. Uh And like, I can't speak fully on that because I'm not a parent. Right. And like, I don't want to judge anyone being a parent, but I just see that like in my own life and like the life's around. Right. You're having the pet, the phone parent these kids instead of you. Yeah. And like, I feel like those kids are going to grow up and they're going to be reliant on that phone and they're going to be reliant on, um, getting their nutrition from that phone and like, um, being raised on the phone. Yeah. Right. Which Inter- is super children. scary. Yeah. Do you remember I was watching a trailer for a movie and it takes place where they don't have phones. There's all these kids hanging out. I said, dude, I wish we didn't have smartphones. Yeah. It's like, as much as I enjoy my smartphone, it's like people talk to each other. It's like now everyone's stuck glued to their phone. But I mean, like when we were kids, like we never worried about anything. Like, like we weren't like, I need a, something, because we didn't have it, I guess, maybe. But like we, I don't know, as a kid, like we went outside and rode bikes and like hung out with people. And like other kids in the neighborhood and stuff like that. And like. And then now it's like. I remember at one of Joe Rogan's stand-up thing, they had to put their smartphones in their in these like bags because people were always on them during the, like, oh, yeah. the show. And then this lady was like, "What do I like? What about my babysitter? Well, she calls me." And then he tweeted back. He's like, "What'd you do twenty years ago? <laughs> like you didn't have a smartphone then. Yeah. yeah. Like you like drop your kid off. You just hope they're okay." It's like people are so be, reliant on them. To it's be like, completely honest, I feel like the reason why I'm stressed out with like Emily and that situations and stuff has a lot to do with smartphones because like um we're not dating but like the ability that like um when we're together she could be like talking to other people and i could be like jealous with like stuff like that and i feel like that's a big thing like in our society that like um even when we're hanging out with people we're on our phones and like we're not socializing with like the people because like i don't see her very much uh-huh. and like i want to spend time with her yeah and like she's like texting other people and stuff which is perfectly fine because like those are her people and like and be honest with you, if, like, she wasn't texting them, they'd be like, what's going on? Are you dead? Like, stuff like that. But, like, any of the three of us, like, I feel like if we, like, go out and do something, we can, like, put our phones away and, like, deal with that. But there's people out there that, like, that's their life. And, like, mm-hmm. that's how they have to deal with stuff like that. And, like, looking at it from, like, a background, like, it's hard. Because, like, my previous relationship, like, we were on our phones, like, 
a lot, but like when we were together, we put our phones away because we loved each other and we just wanted to spend time together with each other. Yeah, and stuff like, like that. With someone and you're on your phone, you're basically saying that the people that are on this phone is more important than you. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how I feel a lot of the time, and it's just like, which is I don't know if that's petty or if that's just like. A, a real thing that we should discuss in our society and like with our friends mm-hmm. and family and stuff like that. Well, I'll, I'll say this: I don't really have a don't really text a lot of people or message people or like, but I'm on my phone quite a bit, especially like even when I'm with other people. And I think for me, it might just be like a nervous tick or something like that to just be like, oh, check my phone, like, yeah, you, and then like I'm not even like have the intention to like message anybody or like. Just look. I like go open the Instagram app and then swipe through. I'm like, I, there's nothing. I I, I don't actually right. want to look at anything. Yeah. It's just like, so like it's just like a habit. Pe- people get nervous like not looking on their phone and everyone else is. So you're like, well, I gotta be doing what everyone else is doing. So I gotta yeah. look at my phone. And then you're like, why am I doing this? I'm not even looking at anything. A lot of time when I'm with Emily, like when I hang out with her, she'll like be Snapchatting people or something, and I'll like get on my phone and I'll Snapchat <laughs> her and be like, hi, <laughs> how's it going? And then she'll like turn around, and look at me, and like say, why are you Snapchatting me? And I'm just like, just trying to get your attention, like. Well, like, I don't want to be, like, super needy, but it's just, like, what's up? I'm here, kind well, of thing. Well, I have a question. Okay. Do you feel like, because of, like, your phone and social media, that your relationship with her has been kind of fast-forward? Like, things have happened really fast because of your communication with her? Versus if you did weren't talking on your phone with her, like, all the time? Like, what do you mean? Like... If we were in person? So, like, if you, like, weren't talking on the phone all the time, you wouldn't see, like, talk to her until you saw her or whatever, which Uh isn't that often because she's pretty far away. Yeah. So, do you feel like your relationship's kind of advanced faster than it normally would have because you're talking to her all the time? And do you think that might be a reason why you get anxious about you know, talking to her and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. And I think I compared a lot to, like, my previous relationship because, like, um, me and my ex-girlfriend, like, literally lived buildings apart from each other and we right. were with each other 24-7. Yeah. And, like, literally, like, any off time that we had, we were with each other and, like, um, just, like, stuff like that. And, like, and, like, me and her aren't dating, like, and that's, like, and, like, maybe one day we'll get to that point. But do you feel like someone in your mind you're like your subconscious like feels like you're dating because you're talking to her so much yeah for sure i think that's what i was trying to say yeah so, like you feel like you're ta- you're dating because you're talking to her so much but you're not so like you kind of have like this anxiety and about it this weird limbo where mixed yeah. emotions yeah and like i think it's more jealousy than anything kind mm-hmm. of thing because like i want to be with her and like but i also don't want to be in a relationship and like i f- kind of feel like she could be in that same set, and, like, I don't know what her reasons are that she doesn't want to be in a relationship. Sure. Um, if it's just, like, she's not ready or she's not over certain people or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like, um, and, like, we've had this discussion is, like, if she didn't want to, uh, like, spend time with me or, like, didn't like me, she wouldn't talk to me as much as she was. And right. she wouldn't put in the time to, to see me because her life is so busy. Yeah. And she has so many people in her life, and, like she's working two jobs and stuff like that compared to me that I'm just like going to school and like 
like doing stuff like i say my life's busy and like whenever i say that Dom was like what are you fucking doing <laughs> like i i had the same like idea i'm like oh dude my life's busy but i'm like wait i do actually nothing all day <laughs> because i'm not in school right now and like i only work sometimes and so like if i don't work on a certain day i'm like i literally don't do anything yeah like, like i remember like a few days ago like or it might have been a couple weeks ago, like, I went to the library and I was studying, and, like, I come home, and Dominic's like, did you get your homework done? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, you know you can watch YouTube at home, too, right? You don't have to go to the library to watch it. I'm just like, yeah, I know. And, like, stuff like that. And, like, and, like, I don't know. It's just different. Like, I feel like our relationship would be different if we lived closer. Yeah. And, like, I hate long-distance relationships because it's just difficult, but, like... I do put a lot of my stress and issues on a phone, like, on her. Because I, like, I don't know if it's trust or if it's just, like, jealousy. You want someone to confide in, and you feel like she's a good person to do that with because yeah. you trust her, but... Well, I'm talking more about, like, me being stressed out. Okay. If I'm, like, if it's because of trust, like, I don't know who necessarily she is, like, talking to. Mm -hmm. And, like, if I'm the second option, like... The second part of our trip, like, we were hiking, and we were with each other all day, 24-7, like, that full day, we were with each other, we did literally everything together, and, like, and we are talking the whole time and stuff like that, but, like, the seconds that she was, like, responding to people on, like, Snapchat or, like, texting them were, like, my heart sank, and just, like, oh, she's choosing to talk to these other people instead of me, and, like, that's the most petty thing to freaking say, but, like, that's how I felt kind of thing, and, like... I've never experienced that, like, in a relationship before, because, like, my... What are you so worried about when she's messaging these other people? That she, like, is actually talking to them and, like, expressing how she feels, or maybe, like... So she, you think it's, like, a facade she's putting on for you, or... Like, what do you mean? Like, it's an act. Like, she's oh. putting on an act for you, or, like... I don't know if it's necessarily an act. I don't think so, because I do think that she does care about me you're like but, maybe worried that she's putting more trust or she has more trust in these other people than exactly you, and telling yeah. them things that she wouldn't trust telling yeah you. because like uh, i would look I over and that. look at her messages and she'd just be like what's up how's it going or like <laughs> whatever it may be and just like why do you care like what they're doing like you're hanging out with me like i never get to see you but you care more about like talking to them than you do talking to me like uh -huh. at this moment which i don't know like I've never experienced that, like, in a yeah. relationship. Kind of thing that, like, I'm not the first option, but, like, that's probably why. So do you have any ideas on, like, how to deal with that? Like... What do you mean? Like... About, like, feeling so anxious that she's talking to other people. Like, are you, do you... Have you thought about, like, you know, is there something, like, you could do or, like, you could say... I don't know, I'm just like... Say to her? As, as a solution, yeah, to, like, help the situation. I've talked to her about it, and, like, I've talked about it, and, like, she's been honest that, like, I'm the only person, like, she's, like, talking to romantically, I guess, is, like, the term. Sure. The use. But, like, um... And I, but you still, like, have that anxiety, regardless yeah, of what she's saying. Kind of thing. And is that because you don't trust her, or...? No, I trust her, but I think the biggest issue is, like, I've never been in a, in a relationship or, like, been in this mode with someone before that is actively, like, talking to other people from the opposite sex as much as they do, which is 
weird to think about because like I have friends that are girls sure. and stuff like that, but there's none of my friends that I talk to on a daily basis, all day, every day, kind of thing. Yeah. Like she does, and it's just so like. Is that just an adjustment for you to get used to that kind of a personality? Yeah, and like, and the other thing is too is like I don't want to be shared. I don't want to be like a side hoe kind of thing. I will not do that. Like, don't, don't want to be fucked. Yeah, like, if I find out I'm being a side hoe, like, it's gone. Like, whoever it is I'm with, like, I will never talk to them again because, like, it's just, like, I don't know, it's petty to say, but it's just, like... I mean, it's... it's if it's, I'm putting the effort... you and your feelings. Yeah, if I'm And putting, that's, that's still important. Yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, you want to be respectful to them, but also you have to... Have respect for yourself, too. Yeah, for sure. And that's not a good situation. So I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but I don't know. And, like, she's definitely talked about, like, she's got to figure things out in her life, and i got to figure things out in my own life. And I think the biggest issue is, like, she says that she wants to become a better person before she's in a relationship. And, like, I necessarily don't believe that because, like, it's the whole motto that, like, um, my parents always told me is, like, you're never going to be pre- be prepared to be in a relationship or to get married kind of thing. Right. And I'm not comparing, like, our, my relationship with her to get married. Sure. But it's the whole the whole motto around it is, like, you're never going to be ready kind of thing. But if you feel comfortable enough and you're happy enough with a person, just, like, go for it. Like, have faith that it's going to work out. And, like, sure, relationships go badly, but relationships could go right. And, like, it's like what we were talking about earlier is, like, neither of us have ever been broken up with like she's never uh been broken up with and mm-hmm. i've never been broken up with yeah and like it could end with marriage or it could end with one of the two of us breaking our streaks and like yeah i'm willing to like give it a go but it's up to her like and i'm fully supported of the whole motto that like like girls do what they want like i'm not gonna push her and then like doing anything yeah. she doesn't want to and i feel like no one should be pushing the doing something that they don't want to. Speaking of relationships and marriage and stuff like that, my own personal belief is that any kind of relationship is possible as long as it's healthy. Yeah. Any relationship is possible depending on how much effort you put into it. You know? If you truly care about this person or love this person and stuff like that, if you, you know, if you truly care about that relationship, you'll put in the right effort to make it work even though there's definitely going to be tough times and arguments and disagreements and stuff like that because that always happens but if you're willing to say you know what i know that's going to happen but i don't care because i'm willing to work for it i think that's when a relationship truly works for me at least because i feel like you know if i find the right girl and like if it's it's healthy like i can be committed and be ready to work for it and stuff as long as she is and and make it work even if we have arguments or something like that yeah i fully support that that's what i feel like a lot of breakups and divorces and stuff is just that people are just like don't want to they're either way too selfish or they're not willing to work for it one person is putting in the work yeah or neither yeah yeah or none of them i also think it's a big thing not to be rushed into things because i feel like our whole culture is Everything's fast. Everything's fast. Everything's Everything's fast. Put on the internet. You see all your friends getting married, buying houses, and you're like, I'm not doing this. And then you feel like you gotta... Yeah, and I don't want that, like, in our relationship, but I also don't want to be stuck in limbo the entire time and wonder if things are going to work out or if they're not going to work out because 
just drives me absolutely crazy. And it's that meme that that one girl talked to her grandma about that said, Grandma, give me boy advice. And she's just like, if you have time to think about boys, you need to take another college class. Like, I feel like it's that whole motto that's just like, if I have time to think about a girl, like, I have time to freaking pass all my classes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like priorities. Like, my priorities are are on this instead of other things. And I don't know why that is, but that's just how my life's panning out to be. It's just, it's crazy to think about. But yeah, Life is pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. We just gotta take it one day at a time, I guess. Because no one's gonna tell us to grind what to... yeah dude <laughs> get one, this bread one one day at a time <laughs> how, how i secure this bread i don't know no one's no one's gonna tell us how to do it really i mean there's people who explain their own lives but no one's gonna tell you how to live your life and it's literally like you look at a year in the past and a, a year from now and you look at the, the trials and the things that you went through that were hard and you're grateful for those opportunities that you had to because they made you a better person and I feel like that's how you gotta live, because that is life, because if your life isn't hard, then something's gonna happen soon, or something bad is 